Um, but they're so focused on magic that, oh, they'll, they'll blow up Facebook and Twitter and all the things with magic events. But we'll have War Machine tournaments and they don't even make a post about it so nobody knows. Um, we have our press ganger tour group. The owner is going to give him, I don't want to say administrative access, but like admin, some type of access to the Facebook account so that he may post up for the War Machine events because the owner is just, I, I feel like um, it's really foreign to them. Like they don't know really what it is very much. I mean, they're very tuned into like 40K and fantasy and stuff. And War Machine just, I don't know. Hasn't been in the area much, I guess. I don't know. Super nice guys, though. The fact that they even do that's really cool. At my store, we actually had to uh, not post a tournament on our store's Facebook so we could actually have the locals play as opposed to getting swamped from the people from Nashville. I wish that would happen for us. Because usually the Nashville guys drive out here if we're having a tournament, so we have them and the locals, and we wanted to have a, a, a super-secret locals-only tournament. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I know about that. All right. Well, okay, I have some good news and bad news. What do you want first? We're bad news, always bad news first. Uh-oh, my camera just went poopy. Was that Is the that bad? bad news? Nope. <laughs> You owe me a Coke. No. For some reason, uh, my camera went offline. I'll make good on it at War Machine Weekend. My, nice. my, my, uh, my calendar tells me that I should wish Tim and Evan a happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. That's nice. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. All right, hold on. Let me see if I can get my camera fixed again. So I am very culturally ignorant. It's kind of part of being from Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, so when you have Thanksgiving, what's that? I thought Arizona and Florida were supposed to be the the culturally ignorant centers of America. They are, but where do you think they all retire? They all come to Pennsylvania to retire. (laughs) You're from Florida. You have to pretend that you're not ignorant. That you know best. Sorry, I I feel like you're good. I feel like people from Florida either they're like I have to represent Florida and be the worst I can be or be the best I can be, but there's no middle ground for those people. They are very extreme. Um, <laughs> so tell me about your Thanksgiving. Is it like like Native American involved and they taught you how to plant corn? Uh, <laughs> I mean, Our Thanksgiving they're involved. Their baggage for your Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it, you know, we, we have some smallpox and some colonialism going on. Um, <laughs> it's not a great history. Um, but we get the turkey. Yeah, it's the same. Pie. We just it's do it. Ba- like... it's, yeah, it's the same. So it's kind of like the USA had Thanksgiving, and then Canada was like, "We should have Thanksgiving too." Actually, ours predates yours by 130 years. But, oh, but yeah, ouch! Basically. ouch. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the lesson you will learn today on Donna the Hard Reader. <laughs> Uh, and, and Pennsylvania. Oh, here, go ahead. You're good. Yeah. Um, good news is we're playing again, and we have less than a month to go to uh, War Machine Weekend, which is mm. going to be super, super fun. Get to see everybody. Um, and we'll get to play together in person, uh, which will be like, you know, a shocking thing for, you know, today's role playing. Um, bad news is. I recorded last week's ep- last episode, and the sound didn't go through. 
What? Yeah. So people missed out on last uh, episode. Don't know what happened. So we will need to try to do a pretty good, decent recap. Um, I went to go listen to it and was converting it over from video to uh, audio. And there was no audio on it. Only my voice. Nobody else's. So oh, I, I bet so many people are pissed at you right now. So, we will have to do a pretty good recap of what happened and what's going on and stuff. I um, would like to tactfully opt out because I'm still recovering from bronchitis. Ooh, you may want to do it in character for bonus points. Nobody wants bonus <laughs> XP. Wow. All right. I'm trying to remember if it's no one wants events. bonus XP. I, I think that there is probably a large percentage of us who were hoping that the sound went through so that we could listen to it again. <laughs> it's been a, been a couple of weeks. I do acknowledge a little bit of vagueness about some of the nuance of the session. I remember battling a automated droid trap that nearly destroyed the frisky business. And I remember the lead up to that was things looking like they were too easy. Um, and uh, I, I remember being stranded uh, mm -hmm. on the, uh, <clears throat> the planet because of the damage to our ship but uh, I'll be honest, some of the details beyond that escape me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I've been recovering from bronchitis for a week. Yeah, I'll do it. I do recall, too, we were, um, we were trying to communicate with uh, other Jedi to figure out what was going on with our situation. And a lot of small freighters, I think, had been damaged or destroyed by... A mysterious Sith guy. I want to say, well, he, I'm assuming he was like a very large man, uh, like a Sith tank that was wrecking stuff tank. around. <laughs> I, I remember like that Sand was uh, wheeling and dealing before they left and got the uh, intelligence that this was a, a place that needed to be taken out. As well as the intelligence about the Sith guy who was causing all of the trouble. Uh, I don't believe that uh, Gareth made any dent in his massive debt. Uh, Certainly not a positive one. <laughs> uh, Malokia. Wow. There are just too many characters in role-playing games that I'm in that start with meh. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's entirely different groups, and everyone has a character whose name sounds sort of like that. So, uh, built some stuff, including a new set of gone, and helped with, I believe, improving Gilboy. And teaching Gilboy new things. And so they got in the frisky business. They went to this ice planet where they did this daring uh, assault on this, what appeared to be a tr 
communications array from about 15, uh, coming in at about 15 feet off the ground. And it turned out to be a fake communications array when they got out because this was way too easy. Yeah, it was too easy. And then the droid blew ship before they could stop it. And so now they are stranded on an ice world with, thankfully, functioning life support. Yeah, we managed to restore life support, but that was basically it. Things look grim for our heroes. Yes. Just a little. Yeah, just yeah, a little bit Yeah, while we were attacking. Okay, good. Yeah, and you have your your uh, Evans compadres, Garrus compadres, mm-hmm. that are with him that are like looking for a fight. They got there and nothing happened because someone took a saber and shot it all, or not shot it, but ripped it to shreds on the side. I have mechanical capacity in many degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's a demolition. Yep. Uh, and so y'all are stranded on this planet uh, with least life support on the ship, but that is about it for right now. Uh, do need to give XP? We yeah. are going to go with... Seven. Good number. Does Gilboy get XP? No. But he learned stuff. Um, he learned... Language. Yeah, basic language skills. He, ha- he has all of those uh, muzzy lessons on VHS. <laughs> Your sword, Moosey. I tried to tell somebody about Moosey, and they had no idea what I was talking about. I was very upset. Yep, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yep, just, all right, I'm very upset. Yep. It, it was, it was uh, uh, a set of VHSs that would teach kids a foreign language that they advertised on TV a lot during the early 90s. <laughs> Okay. All right. Um, anybody going to spin anything, buy anything, ask any questions? Or should we just let y'all starve to death? I mean, uh, <laughs> fend for your... I mean... I, I think we should all roll for... Uh, Ooh, force dice. Oh, yeah, good point. So let's clarify. This environment was snowy. And Correct. we did build up a camp uh, where the temperature's sub-zero in nature. <laughs> Yes. I feel like this is setting the tone for the rest of the session. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. more to go. Session. Gilbot, Very what do you quickly. roll? Please let it be another black die. Uh, okay. Give me one second. I actually forgot to open up Sky Jedi. Oh. So it's, I know. Mm. I don't like all these. Aww. Uh. Yes! <laughs> well, I think we know how our situation is now. So it is very, very cold. <laughs> if it wasn't before, it can be now. So y'all are screwed. No using first points to get anything out. 
Until you've used some, I guess. Uh, until I've done something, yes. It's gonna get bad. I need to do something. I don't have to do much. I mean, all I gotta do is sit here this time, because there's yeah. no bad guys for. Well, I don't know yet. We'll have to find out how many bad guys there are. <laughs> we're, we're we're pretty SOL right now. <laughs> Yeah, um, our antagonists don't have to try much to kill us here. No, all he's got to do is sit here and wait. Wait, wait and for walk. you to die. Time is the best ninja. So we're talking about ninjas. Funny little story. I had this one little kid outside that was playing with chalk, you know, sidewalk chalk. Mm -hmm. And he, like, rubbed this chalk down as far as he could. Took up all the powder that came from grinding the chalk down, put it in his hands, walked up to me and goes, Hey, Mr. G! I go, what? He goes, and he slaps his hands really hard and runs away and goes, Ninja! And just runs away. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I was so like, that is awesome! <laughs> he like slapped it and disappeared and ran away. <laughs> I was like, that's amazing! You can't really get angry at that, right? No, it was. I mean, he didn't slap it in my face. He just slapped it in the air. Did some <clears> ninja <throat> tricks. So I thought that was funny. So uh, is anybody gonna pick up anything? Do anything with the point? I'm gonna spend some XP on survival because I feel like that might be important. <laughs> I'm not metagaming. I'm just. I think it's a good idea. It's a good idea. Which is what you're going to have to do, because all you have is life support, which means you have heat pretty much right now. That's pretty much about it. Well, um, Mel managed to get the life support working, so she feels like she's accomplished step one. Just don't die. Step two, <laughs> find a way off this rock. Yep. What are y'all going to do? What is uh, Anne good at that can get them off the rock? Believe uh, me and the compadres were building some form of um, structure to, you know, protect ourselves from the elements. Well, I mean, you got you got a way to protect yourself because you can, you know, piece together part of Frisky and put it around you. Okay. You've got that. You've got you've got a bit of shelter, and you've got heat from inside the ship. But that's pretty much about it right now. What do you plan I... on doing with this stuff? Well, for starters, I don't like the phrase "putting together bits of the Frisky." Oh, that's very upsetting. Uh, well, we did have shelter set up and everything was good there. So I guess I'm going to try to see if there is much remaining of the cockpit area and figure out if there is somehow communications can be reset up. Okay. Um, go ahead up there if you want. It's all up to you. I mean, you can do what you want. Yeah. Um, Mel's going to see if she can't salvage anything in the engine room. Okay. Uh, if she can get more systems online. All right. Let's see. 
These are going to be um, skill checks of, oh fuck, um, to do it. Uh, we're looking at a minimum of five purples. Nice. So basically we're trying to make a functional ship out of rubbing two sticks together. Uh, that seems... It, 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 in, and the sticks are wet. <laughs> and the chewing gum has been chewed already. Yes. Lovely. <laughs> I can just see Gareth sitting back there with his two friends looking at uh <laughs> looking at uh Mel and she's like digging around and he's like Lovely. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> this looks uh, pretty Gond is going to find a place just to watch the horizon because if I was gonna try and kill us this way, I I wouldn't have just left off at a uh droid. Okay. Uh, well, Tim, you didn't do bad. No, no, that's actually a resounding success, which yeah. I was not anticipating. Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, we got quite a bit of greens to balance the purple, so. Yeah, that, that <coughs> is actually a genius. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, you start finding pieces and more pieces, but it looks like it's going to take a great amount of time to get anything functional. You're like, ooh, here's this capacitor over here and over here and over here. So Mel's going to let everyone know, like, I can I can fix this, uh, but it's going to take some time. And I'm going to need a little bit of uh, cover, eventually some food. Uh, if any of you know what's going on here, or could maybe just even... Make sure I'm able to work uninterrupted. That would help a lot. All right. Yeah, because that's pretty much what it is. Is you're finding bits and pieces, but that's pretty much about it. You're like, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh more yeah. We'll get there. We oh, have hard tack. <laughs> Pretty much. Solely because seeing us die of starvation is no fun for the GM. <laughs> Which is kind of what's happening. Sounds like I have someone coming in. Uh, well, I guess we might as well look around the wreckage of the building we just blew up to see if there was anything that we could use in there. Um, pretty much the only thing you find in the wreckage is wreckage. It was all fake buildings. Everything was just like a concrete structure. You name it. Mm. Was the dish actual metal? <laughs> it, it was. It was actually metal. Wait, wait. This one thinks we could gather up the, the the sheet metal from the dish. We might need to use it to repair the outside. <laughs> it's up to y'all. Y'all gotta figure out what you're gonna do, because I can't do anything. 
Mel's not gonna focus on structural integrity stuff. She's just gonna focus on getting the uh, computer chips into position. So she's leaving it to everyone else to make sure that the hull will function. She's gonna focus on making sure that the ship will get off the ground. Um, for you to get the ship off the ground is gonna take a lot longer and a lot more parts than what you have. What about getting uh, just like a signal, like a communication? Um, there's a possibility that, that just may take a while, because like I said, you're 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 piecing together pieces of pieces. All right, so she'll focus her energy on on doing that. After making it abundantly clear that she's not going to get the ship off the ground, she's uh, she's going to say, "I'm just trying to get a communication relay established. Uh, we might need more parts if you want to do some exploring." That would be helpful. We, we could gather up the um, the sheet metal from the dish and build an actual dish. If you think you have sufficient parts for that, then by all means. Yeah, that's going to be the thing, is you're, you're going to have to find pieces of pieces to pieces to get mm -hmm. anything really functional. And that's where it's going to take the time. Because you're almost working on an impossible task. Near impossible. You might want to start looking at food because do you know how much you brought? Well, in this situation, I'd flip a light side point and say lots, but uh, I'm thinking the actual answer is not very much at all. What's our trip here like distance-wise, time-wise? We do what? What was our trip here time-wise? Because uh... I know it takes time to go even in hyperspace. Those trips take days. Yeah, uh, I think it was only about a week, if I remember. It wasn't. It wasn't too long, but y'all did take a semi back way because y'all were being sneaky. So probably a little over a week. Probably have two weeks worth of food. Roughly, give or take. Yeah, I mean, because you would you would definitely take enough to get there and enough to get back. And, and a then you take some extra in case of an emergency. Yeah, and you probably would have taken a little bit extra. I can agree with that. Y'all been doing this longer than, you know, two days. So mm -hmm. I, I can agree that y'all probably roughly have about a week and a half worth of food. Yeah. To it's go not off of. It's food, but, yeah. but it's edible and, and it will keep you alive. While we were, you know, landing and flying about this, the planet looking for this place, did we see any other areas that no. look like... It is a desolate planet. Oh, fun. Nothing anywhere on here that y'all saw. Hmm. At all. Hmm. Somewhat concerning. Just a trap planet. Gand is already suggesting that we cut everyone's rations in half. <laughs> Speaking of food, I would like some specification. Now, when you say seven days or so worth of food, how much is Gand food and how much is people food? It, it would be seven days of rations for each individual. Okay. So is it seven days of... So we have a week and a half, so that would be roughly somewhere between 10 and 11 days of food for each individual. 
and very little power generators. Because your ship has been effectively destroyed, but you don't have you don't don't know how much or how much of the power is left because you do have one bot. Hmm. Well, Mel agrees to the rationing, but uh, she eats pretty much her share of it right away, trying to get her energy up so she can go to work on the ship. Trying to restore that communications array. It is Mal. Yes. It, it, it is Gil. Uh, you think Gil would be more helpful than not to your uh, working? <laughs> um, I genuinely don't have a lot of experience working with Gil on these things. Uh, but I suspect she might be better served helping see if there can be more food located. Uh, there must be some kind of life needed to this area. And although I'm loath to do so, we may need to eat it. This one was wondering if we could shut her down to save power. At least conserve her power at some point during the day. So that she isn't running 24 hours a day like she normally does. I'm Gil, you're right here and hear this as you were as we're talking. Oh, about I this. hear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not opposed to a conservative rest period, but it feels disingenuous to one's personhood to truly shut them off, even in the event of an emergency. So they do see you do hear them talking about shutting you off, Gil. I feel like that little child in the corner and their parents are fighting. <laughs> they don't know you're there. Um did somebody say Gilbots? Yep, if, there yep. are, if there are times in which I do not need to assist you, I can put myself into a standby mode, perhaps in half an hour increments. The startup <laughs> that time be really be a little useful. bit first. That way, I, I wasn't suggesting shutting you down like for the whole time. I was suggesting uh, maybe you operating in pulses so that you're not constantly spending your energy. I appreciate that. As if you were suggesting for me to shut down, I might have to suggest the same for you. Um, when shall I commence my beginning uh, shift incremental uh, standby period? As, as soon as possible. That way we can stretch what little power we have. That was Agreed. a pretty good comment about shutting him down, too. Shut <laughs> down. <No. laughs> harsh, harsh, but fair. I thought that was great. No, it really was. <laughs> uh, the, the, the only unfortunate thing is, is that I'm pretty sure that because of Gan's body chemistry, he would be inedible to the other. Already, yeah, already speaking cannibalism. We're only a day in and we're like, let's go ahead and kill Gan and eat him. <laughs> I suspect uh, you'd make adequate biofuel. <laughs> <laughs> at, at the same time, th this also means that Gand is also the one who is probably just going to starve. So, so Gand is probably rationing his food more extremely than the others. That seems fair. I just think it's, it's hilarious. It's not like we're going to find any Gand food. 
Nope. There isn't a um, sprouting geyser or something. Mm-hmm. So, what's your plan, guys? Tim, you need to give me uh, a repair check and a um, a search check for every day. Okay. Um, can I have uh, Gilbot and Gand assist me with the searching part so I can focus on the repairing? That is up to you, not me. Okay. I'm going to ask you folks if you can help me. I'm going to give you a list of things that would be useful or like materials that are salvageable and just say like, you know, if you can track down anything you can find in the salvage, this is the sort of thing that I'm looking for. <clears throat> we also have uh, the three people I brought that can help. The scrubs. What kind of a check is a search check? Uh, that is... Oh, Jackie just went blue. A badia badia. Yeah. Uh, the uh, check here. There's Jackie. You would need to roll. Where to go? You would perception. Perception. Yeah. Perception. At, at like six billion purple dice difficulty. Yep. It is a five dice difficulty. Uh, Gand is going to choose to stay out of everyone's way as a way of becoming as helpful as possible. Okay. Because Gand does not want to risk rolling threat. What? On, on the party. Are you sure? I mean, you can do that. I mean, I don't have a problem if you want to roll threat on your own ship that's on the verge of exploding. That that That's kind of the reason why he, he <laughs> thinks it would be more intelligent for him to Stay out of the way. He is... He is what? He has gathered up all of the Gand food and essentially eating a, a quarter rations on any given day and making sure that he stays out of everyone's way and just sort of spends his day meditating. Okay. That way he, he is not using a lot of energy and because if we can get communications back up he can be helpful but until that point he's kind of there uh, a screen door on a submarine gotcha <laughs> that useful eh um yeah. i'll help look for things okay y'all know how the help works it's a uh, it's a perception thing. It is a perception. Okay. I want to help as well. I heard it. Ah. Ah. No double or nothing. What? Oh shit! I have I forgot. That. <laughs> <laughs> Too late now. I'd have to upgrade the purple die. It's probably not a great idea at this point in time. It's a five purple difficulty. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 typical help. Gilbot just found can't get spells. good help like you used to. You're it's sitting helpful. there. Tim and uh, Mel and Gareth, y'all are sitting there looking and stuff. And like, 
you go down and you grab this one part of uh, a communication array. And you're like, yeah, we really need this. And all of a sudden, uh, Gil goes, yes, and I found this too. And she like clicks a button and it just fries all the circuits along the edge of it. And yet shocks you oh. out of your hand. And it just bursts into flame. Oh my. That could have assisted, I think. <laughs> yes, it probably could. She um she stomps on the flame instinctually and uh, crushes it. <laughs> that could have been salvaged a moment ago. A moment ago. Oh well, I'm sure there's plenty of other communication arrays here in the snow. Dend, you hear this big old loud <laughs> burning flame electrical fire go off and Mel kind of shrieks and then Gil kind of goes, oh, and then all of a sudden you feel this huge stomping. That's the reason why your discipline check to stay in trance failed. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty much how that day went. I'm kind of eating in and out, guys, so you have to excuse me. I haven't eaten. That's okay. Since like early this morning. Mel's uh, capable mechanical ability has been dashed by the lack of parts. Yep. Uh, Gand, you will need to keep up with food. Uh, if anybody is not rationing, they need to tell Gand so he can mark it off. So if you're not eating smaller portions, please let me know. Is everybody eating smaller portions? I'm nah. looking at you, Gareth. Nah. <laughs> Boy's gotta eat. He's double or nothing in his diet. So so Gareth is not eating smaller portions. Correct. Gareth is not eating smaller portions. And his boys are not eating smaller portions either. Good God, no. <laughs> Mel is rationing. Although she feels somewhat resentful about it. Gand has 10.75 days left. Gareth has 9 days, 10 days left. Mel has 10 and a half days left of food. All right, we're going to keep track of that because it depends on how these rolls go. depends on how long you're going to be staying here. Yep. Uh, end of official day one. Day two. How are we going to do and what are we going to do for this? I think, again, despite your better judgment, Mel is going to focus on trying to repair the communications array while relying on other members of the team to do searching. Okay, so you're going to work on the array. And you're going to ask them to I'll search? Wait to see what their search checks look like. Correct. Because that could add negatives to you. Yeah. Goody. Oh, wait. That's not me. No, you're not. Everybody's, na Everybody's name starts with a G. It's a problem. Yep. <laughs> I noticed that. Oh, shit. My strength's at eight. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're not resetting from last session. Huh? No, because we haven't had a time to reset from last session. Alright, I ain't about that. We're just gonna do a normal <laughs> normal rolls. You don't wanna pass yourself out? Nah. I'm sure we can do that. I'm helping. No, you're not. 
Uh, pretty much, that's almost uh, it's pretty much a wash. Yeah. When it comes down to it, like mail, they find a piece and bring it to you, and you go to hook it up, and it fries. It's just too damaged. Uh, that that I was searching. I was I was sitting there. Oh. In the corner, roll to ohm. Oh, never mind. I see. Um, Gareth finds something. It's more difficult than normal to meditate here, so that's why I've added an extra purple. Okay. <laughs> Gareth finds something, and he's like, Hey, I got this glass pizza! And it, like, shatters as he pulls it out. No, is growing increasingly concerned with the progress of the switching. <laughs> um, Gilbot, do you think you could try to maybe track something down that could be of use to us. Yes. I think I can cover very much ground as well. Would you prefer me to go on a route to try to find some organic matter for the organic people? Or would you prefer me to go through some type of wreckage to obtain parts for you to do your job? I, at this point, require parts more than food. Yes. I will send Gilboy and myself to scout out the area in order to find you most adequate parts. Um... With that, she's going to uh, hook herself up to Gilboy for a few moments. Uh, he is going to then fly off in the distance, try to scout the perimeter, get an idea of what's going on. Okay. And while he is doing that, I suppose the most logical place for me to go would be... Hmm. There wasn't much in the communication tower. The communication tower itself was not real. Correct. Nothing, like, nothing that that base was real. It was all prop and set up. Hmm. She will go to the communication communication tower itself okay. and await signals from Gilboy to give her any information if there is any other metallic metallic objects in the area. Metallica objects. Um. After a little while, Gil comes back. Nothing. This oh. is nothing out here. Um, do we have our handheld communicators still available? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I communicate that to Gond that there is no other buildings in proximity to our location that Gilboy could find in a small sweep of the area. Gilboy's pretty small. He honestly would have only acquired like a half a mile yeah, to a mile be. of radius at that. Yeah. Um, I don't see this ship getting off the ground. Our best bet is to communicate with somebody. So I suppose with that knowledge, Gilbot would go to the areas of the shift that are used for um, physically driving, you know, maneuvering, to see if there's any type of usable parts in the engine block um, and the thrusters. Okay. Like even the Even the... Um, the Gatlin guns are not entirely damaged. I don't know. Have you checked them out? I think she's also going to check out the Gatling guns because maybe she can dismount them in some manner and have a standalone um, shooty tower. She could probably automate it too. Okay. So, so what's your first thing you're going to do? Well, uh, the first thing she will do is go examine the guns because that's the, most thing she, the thing she's most interested in at the moment. Okay, perception check to see if you can find them. 
Okay, five purples. Mm-hmm. Ouch. You find bits and pieces, but that's about it of one of the guns. Okay. And the other one would be under the ship, so I really wouldn't have access to it. Um, well, if that's the case, she's going to go to the back of the trek to ship to where all the momentum happens and figures out um, if there's any parts of the back end of the engine she could use. Same thing. I'm going to roll for that as well. Uh, Gilbot realizes that she needs to wipe a ton of motor oil off of her uh, visor so that she may actually receive some signaling input of what she's looking at around her. Yeah, you pretty much go to like rinse some parts off and everything and you start messing with stuff and all of a sudden stuff starts, uh, fluids just starts flooding into your face and drowning, you know, your sensors. Gilboy flies up to you and is like, what's wrong? Why did you do that? Is that fun? Should I do that too? And like jumps into the stream. <laughs> you missed before he had language. Yep. Oh, Jackie's going in and out. <laughs> I'm back. I apologize. It's no not problem. me. Um, so after she does that, she communicates to uh, the Gand again. She says, hello, Gand. And he does not hear her. So she then communicates <laughs> to Malikia, and she goes, hello. Any progress? Did you find anything that could be useful for our communication array? I think the most use I can be for you is to shut myself down. <laughs> At least in standby mode for now. But I have discovered that the ship is heavily damaged. <laughs> There's a sort of very loud silence from Malikia's end of the comp. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gilbot disinjectedly shuts herself down for a small increment of time because she has discovered that she's just wasting a lot of energy. <laughs> Gareth? Mel? Well, Mel's still waiting for parts. I, I already failed at looking for parts. You are not getting any, Mel. Um, <laughs> people well, are looking and not finding anything. And ask him to maybe help in this search. She'll see if she can find where he's meditating. Give him a little bit of space. You can, no problem. Until she gets his attention. Yeah, you can, no problem. Uh, Gant, sorry to interrupt, I think we need your help. Um, I don't mean to suggest that I know much of your religion, but you've been described as a finesman, and what I need are parts urgently, and someone to find them without the eccentricities of Gilbot or Gareth's success rate this far. <laughs> Please help me. You're my only hope. Gon looks at her, standing up. You can, you can tell that he's weaker than normal. Uh, this one... This one was a finesman initiate who 
did not learn the higher mysteries of my religion. <laughs> uh, typically, the average individual who would hire this one would just expect some mysticism and then I could do some mumbo-jumbo and hand-waving and make it look good for them while using traditional skills to find things. Speaking as, as asking the right people. Speaking as someone who had to discover for herself a lot of what my religion is about, might I recommend something of a call to action? Perhaps this now is the time to discover your ability as a finesman. This one does not quite have the experience to discover his ability as a finesman. <laughs> Out of character. And I, I stress this in a way that I hesitate to do so. It literally can't be worse than what we've been experiencing so far. <laughs> this, this one can try. Uh, At this point, there is trying. He proceeds to sit back down and proceeds to attempt to do something he has seen Master Feinsman do, even though he he is not sure that he has had the training or the aptitude. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, and do. so he is going to sit there and meditate on trying to see where these parts are. And I'm assuming this is like six reds or something. Probably still five purple. Be impossible. Not impossible, but very much near impossible. I think it's like air quotes impossible. Yeah. So... It's up to you. He's going to attempt to meditate on where the parts are. Okay. You do get some successes. Um, let's see. What can we use the negatives for? Found out where they are. Unfortunately, I, I, I personally think I should take strain for each one of the negatives. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Right, so, yeah, I can see that. All right, take take four strain. Comes at a significant personal cost. I can see that. I, I can I could I can rationalize that because he, he's essentially trying to reach out to to this. Feinsman religion stuff that he's not trained in, but he, he's trying his hardest, and it's you like mentally straining. So, after he's meditated, he walks right to uh, whatever parts he's able to find and points them out to Malokia. Mill's genuinely impressed at this sort of transformational experience. 
uh, and she follows him. Uh, she finds the the parts that she didn't expect would be salvageable at all, mm-hmm. and picks them up and does the best she can to fit them into the fledgling relay. Let's see if you can do that. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're just going to have you roll for all of our rolls. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Ha- have Maliki lift that up. <laughs> just watch her do everything. It's not intelligence based. No, no. There's a reason she's not looking for the things. She's not great at finding stuff. Okay. She'll lose things in her own tool shop. <laughs> alone, like, she hostile is better at interpersonal interactions than actually like looking at things. All right, uh, you actually get a working comms up. It is only one way though. Oh, good. Out. Um, well, that's better than the alternative. Yep. Uh, Mel's going to tune it to a couple of different uh, of the channels that the, the Rebel Alliances or the, or the Rebel Organization has used. Uh-huh. And she's going to broadcast a coded distress signal um, using our call sign gotcha. on that those channels. Uh, she'll rotate through a couple of them and you know, broadcast every 15 minutes. Uh, Gan hands her a message that he has recorded and a uh, a separate encrypted uh, frequency for Oayun and Shizor. Alright. Um, into day two. Uh, work on rations. Okay. Gand is still at a quarter rations. Gareth and the boys, I'm assuming, are still eating a whole day's rations. Yes. <laughs> As Gareth shakes with an evil grin. It's not evil. And it's happy because I'm, I'm... Mel, are you on half rations? Yeah, Mel's on half rations. She's, uh... She's pretty exhausted, but she's trying so to... So, you have 10 days of food left, Gand has 10.5 days of food left, and Gareth and the boys each have 9 days of food left. <laughs> Gareth and the boys. It's a band. Yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. It's a band that's soon going to be starving. Nah, uh, we'll be fine. So, it's what? an emo band. It's an emo band. <laughs> It'll be fine. Alright, so what are y'all going to do? You've sent out the signal. You know you can't get anything back. Um, well, at this point, not knowing, you know, really anything, um, Mel is going to just continue to broadcast on that channel uh, using the encryption and then rotating through the... Uh, the rebel comms. She's going to continue to broadcast a distress signal. Okay. Um, sleeping in shifts so that the signal continues to be at a pretty regular interval. Okay. Um, email's going to be doing anything in particular. Gil, are you going to be waking up any? Yes. Gilbot has an idea, but she doesn't know if it's in the realm of reality. 
um, <laughs> if it's feasible. So Gilbot decides to approach Malikia with her plan. Go for it. Which is probably easy to find because she hasn't moved from a specific location in several days. Um, she's been sleeping in shifts and she looks pretty tired and really hungry. Uh, and she's, she's probably uh, meditating in shifts with Malokia so that there's always someone manning the comms to send out the distress signal. Okay. Um, so she approaches Malikia and she somehow clairvoyantly, know it, clairvoyantly knows that we have been able to send out a signal. Maybe she was able to pick it up. Um, Malikia, I have a proposition that may assist us in receiving a feedback to our signal. Okay. So, Gilboy is designed uh, to be myself at long distance. We have a communication system together. He also has flight capacity and uh, remote recording abilities. Maybe there is a way to possibly take him or several parts from me to, as you say, Jimmy rig the system to possibly pick up any type of signal. Uh, we are both comprised of metal and have not exploded like the ship. <laughs> but if this is um, a proposition, I would highly advise that you return those parts when you have completed them. Uh, there's some danger to yourself. Are you sure you're uh, willing to take the risk? Maybe there is a way I can give you a non-vital part of my body. Perhaps a limb? A lot of people might consider those things vital, but I, <laughs> I respect where you're coming from. Um, yeah, I could, I could try um, enhancing the communication relay with one of your, your limbs. Or if, if not, the most important apparatus of Gilboy is <coughs> his ability to maintain his memories and core intact. So if you do not obstruct that part of his system, I'm sure through my consent, because I have claimed ownership into of him until he is 16 years of age, uh, <laughs> to use his non-vital systems as well. He is much more um, packed full of hardware in a small area, whereas I am more plated for battle. So I've seen. Okay, so what does that mean? You may use not his brain. No, no, I'm looking at the Gonzo rolled. What is the weather like? <laughs> you will find out. I okay. haven't even noticed. Um, Mel reluctantly agrees, and she gets out her toolkit and starts disassembling the non-brain portions of Fieldwell. <laughs> Ready to combine them with the relay. I hold Gilboy's Gilboy's little arm while she's doing this. <laughs> okay, you do that. Um, how difficult is this mechanics check? Uh, it'll be a four. Uh, yeah, um, 
I'll find that surprisingly simple, given that she worked on the cognitive functions of Gilboy. Uh, his interface is familiar to her, and she's able to integrate his setup uh, pretty easily. Um, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't know if you're going to receive any kind of communications from it. I don't know if you'll receive it or Gilboy will receive it or if we'll be able to hear it over the comms. But uh, if if I have this correct, this should enhance our ability to receive any kind of signal back. And Jackie crashed. I'm sorry. <laughs> as long as you I would hear like us. to roll a hope check because I am experiencing anxiety. Uh oh. Technical difficulties. Please stand by. Hey, you know we'll have worse whenever we do this live. At uh... oh yeah. It will be entirely different and worse. <laughs> yep. You back, Jackie? I am. <laughs> okay. So you're experiencing some anxiety from having your boy put through destruction. Gil boy. Yes, I would say that is the uh, most appropriate explanation for that. You kind of freak out after everything is kind of ripped <laughs> off a of Gilboy and, you know, ripped off and attached and Frankensteined up. And you're like, go, Gilboy. And he starts to fly up. And he's, like, twitching as he's flying up and kind of not flying really well. It's kind of jerky and kind of a little bit, you know, twitched and everything as he's going up there. Hey, Evan, thanks for joining us on... uh Facebook Live. <laughs> uh, as he starts flying up. And as you notice, the weather starts to get worse. Oh, dear. Gilbot is shaking, but she doesn't understand why as she does not experience uh, <laughs> issues with the cold. In fact, she operates slightly more efficient when it's cold out. Well... You see him fly up and disappear. The cloud cover and the snowstorm that's coming through has completely covered him up as he goes up in the air. Um, she goes, whoop, 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 and starts screaming in a horrible whistle language, uh, <laughs> calling out to Gilboy. You, you, you hear it in your calm, mom? Gilboy? And then that's it. She just, <laughs> she runs away. She runs to go find him. She disregards anything with you guys. Uh, you see her just like in start... a circle area to try to figure out if he's landing anywhere. Mel. Yes? You see a panic droid. Long research. This one has come across stories of <laughs> your stories. kind having powers. Uh-oh. Now, I crashed. 
Oh, great. Uh, hold on a second, guys. I have to call everybody back. I'm going to have to call everybody back. Connected. Let me see if I can just get back into that call. Let me see if I can get back into this call. Hey guys, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I just got totally dropped on everything. Yeah. Guess everybody having. Right, yeah, I was not us. It's Skype. Yeah, I think it is Skype. It is uh, working in a beta type thing right now, so that could be it. Let me do some refreshes. Let's see if videos and all that are coming back. No. Fun, fun, fun. Yeah. Oh, we got some good annoying issues. So let me see. Don't have nothing. Skype dead. No. Uh, I'm gonna try to fix this real quick. Um, hopefully everybody can hear us. Which yeah. I don't know if they can or not. That's what's weird because it's a reconnection. Mm-hmm. Okay. So give me a second. Well, we've never had audio issues before, so I can't imagine this happening now. <laughs> well, there is a new Skype, and that's kind of the issue. Oh, well, I'm just yeah. going to have audio for this one. But it could be an issue. So here, do me a favor. Drop, everybody drop the call. I'll recall everybody back up. Okay. That may be the issue we're having. All right, so everybody drop your call. All right, guys, we're going to try to get everybody back in here real quick. It's going to take me just a second. Got to love technology. Got Jackie back in. Let's see. I'm Ten. back in the chat room again. I'm back. And where's Mr. Evan? All right, let's see if that works. Everybody coming back. Everybody coming back. Yeah. Are we on the internet? Well, we're on. I'm not sure how it is in the recording Partially. process. I'm not sure how it is on the recording part. Uh, hopefully they can hear me because you're in my sound. So we'll just go with that. Okay. Um, some There seem to be some issues with that. So we're just going to go ahead and go with it. And if it doesn't okay. work, oh well, they'll just have to learn. I'll test it out when we get done. Um... We'll just have to see what's going on. Um, let me try one other thing. No, Skype video does not work right now. All right. So, um, last I heard, last I saw was 
um, we went, uh, they went up, uh, he said, mom, you started to freak out and then Gan said something and it crashed. Dom and Mel were discussing whether or not Mel could like project her feelings into the universe and someone received them. Oh, gotcha. I, I don't know, Mel, what do you think? Oh. Well, Gon thinks that's absurd, or I mean, Gilbot thinks that's absurd. <laughs> but she is not there. She is frantically looking for her her droid ring. Her droid. Yeah. Um, okay, I guess uh, Mel had to take a quick break, which is okay. Um, Y'all are frantically trying to figure out... Um, Gareth, what are you going to do? I'm going to check some audio. Basically trying to figure out. Uh... Gareth, what are you going to do? Gareth, what are you going to do? I'm going to check some audio. Basically trying to figure out. Uh... Okay, Gareth has crashed too. Gareth, what are you going to do? Maybe it's Canada. It may be Canada. What are you going to do? It very well might be. Um, Jackie, what are you going to do? I am going to run in circles trying to see if I can catch a glimpse of Gilboy in any of the surrounding area. While also sending out a signal to possibly have him pick up. Okay, seems like everybody's back. Seems like we're getting good audio too. That was kind of weird. Gareth, can you hear me? Yes. Hello. Okay. Hi. And then of course, Tim has to fix his nice hairdo. Okay. Um, Have it pulled back. I was just checking the audio to make sure everything was okay. And we Sorry. can hear ourselves on uh, Facebook Live. So, no beautiful faces, but definitely got audio. Okay. Okay. So, let me get rid of this. I'll just bring up Skype. Uh, so what do y'all... Uh, Gareth is suggesting that you try to reach out with the Force. Uh, what did you think about that? Gan is. Hmm. Mel's leery of that. She doesn't have a great connection to her emotional self. And she's also not afraid... She's a little bit afraid of who would hear it. Both in terms of not having a Jedi to try to contact on the other side. And also the possibility that this allegedly powerful Force-using Sith might hear any kind of communication she makes in an untrained capacity. Um, she'll do it if she feels like it's the only thing we've got, but would like to use it as a matter of last resort. Gotcha. Alright. Um, anybody else going to do anything? Um, Gilbot? You don't see Gilboy. Mm. You don't even hear Gilboy. You try to reach him on the comms and nothing happens. Gilbot is uh, very upset. Um, there is nothing else in her nature that would have her do anything else except for continually look for him until she sees some kind of signs. Okay. She uh, will um, announce over the intercom, though. Um, she'll just squeal a bunch and then hang up. 
Mel is going to see if the sensors indicate anything about um, him still being connected to the network or still being part of the communication relay. Um, she'll do what she can from where she is, but she okay. doesn't really connect with the emotional experience of losing a child. Okay. You, um, you definitely... You definitely know that he's still connected and he's still there. But that's about it. Okay. Uh, she'll try to reassuringly communicate that to Gilbot. Okay. He is he's, uh, he's here. He's connected. He's just maybe lost or possibly in danger. If he is connected, then maybe I can somehow acquire his footage from his recording device if it's available. Um, until then, I will remain present in what I believe to be his proximity. And I will be skipping the shift of sh uh, standby. Very well. Um, no doesn't mention that she rewired his visual communication to amplify the signal. Um, she's just <laughs> going to keep that to herself. Okay. <coughs> um, you can't communicate to him, but you might be able to get signal back from him whenever something gets going. Uh. Well, she's going to continue to try to broadcast on those same channels, uh, hoping against hope that maybe we get something back this time. Okay. You don't get anything back at all. The storm actually seems to be picking up a little bit more. Well, she'll stay inside the life-supported areas of the ship, and she will continue to try the uh, the communication relay every 45 minutes to hour. Okay. Let's see. Uh, a day has gone by. What uh, is everybody going to do? And the weather has subsided, but y'all are pretty much snowed in pretty heavily. Again, you need to do um, rations. And is going to pull out his blaster at this point. <laughs> and, and point the blaster at Gareth and the boys. Okay. Darius, you, you see him pointing a blaster at you. All of your food, unless you want to freeze to death on this rock. I feel like if we were going to freeze to death, we would have done that already. So I think you meant to say starve to death. But I see where you're going. You have nine and days worth of food left in each of your rations. You know what? That's fine. It's kind of gross anyway. We'll just shovel ourselves out of here and go find something tastier. Mel is one part bemused and one part furious, but her Jedi training allows her to channel that into the circumstance. Okay. Cracks a half smile and says, oh, well, if that's the case, I'll have the special. <laughs> Mel, so, I'm assuming you're <laughs> eating half rations still. 
Yeah, she is. She's trying to preserve her energy as much as possible, but it's taken a lot out of her to do the repair work that she's doing, so she is she's hungry and she's angry and she's really struggling, but she's maintaining the agreed upon. Dan's eating half of what you are, so out of his rations, because he knows that you guys aren't going to be able to find anything even if you can find something less of you. Yeah, we're all on, like, death-level starvation. Just barely keeping it together. Gand probably worse than the rest of us. And that's why Gand's spending most of his time just zoned out. You're going into shutdown mode not unlike the droid. Mm-hmm. So what day are we on? Day four now? Uh, according to this, we should be on day three. Correct. We're on day three going on, I should say, going on to day four. Yeah. Because, uh, what are you going to do, Gareth? Wonder. I mean, he's also probably very bored at this point, because we've oh, yeah. been here doing nothing for four days. He's like, you know what? We're going to go for a walk. We're going to go find some Tauntaun or space cows or something edible in this frozen wasteland. Okay. Um, you spend pretty much about an hour out there and it gets so freaking cold that you're like, fuck that. You're like, you're getting the frost on your eyebrow, eyelashes, your, you know... Any facial hair has completely got frost and broken up and it is cracking. Uh, your boys are behind you like, for the fuck are we going in this goddamn snow anymore? But you don't find anything. There is no footprints, no structures, nothing. Well then, that's lame. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I hmm. Hmm. even like a wayward cave. <laughs> Nothing. Damn. That's right. Ewok movie ready for an encounter. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the Ewok movie, but it was a long time. Let me just say it's not it's not the best version of Star Wars canon. No. I'm not even sure it is canon. Oh, I don't even know anymore. Don't know what's canon anymore. Uh, so about in two hours, Gareth comes back with the boys, and the boys are pissed off. They're like stomping in, trying to warm up by the uh, fire that y'all have readied and set. Um, but other than that, they come back empty-handed. Mel tries to hide her amusement and says, uh, no luck? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you're sitting there and you're kind of smirking at Gareth and you hear this, Mom? Mom? Mm. Mm. Coming over on the uh, communication array. Uh, Mel immediately alerts Gilbot. Uh, Gilbot, I think this might be for you. <laughs> she like hands me the phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, 
Where would my presence be? I would have still been outside, so I assume this was relayed via communication. Yep. Oh, boy. Does this signal mean that there is a way that I can figure out the coordinates for the location it's coming from? Uh, it has actually died off. It's died off. Ah, ah I didn't act fast enough. No! Uh, <laughs> she just uh, starts whirling and runs off to where she thinks the location may have been. Based you... on no real evidence for the assertion. Yeah. You just run out in the middle of nowhere. How long are you going to stay out there? Uh, until her battery gets uncomfortably low. Uh, while she's out there, she's going to be making a boisterous amount of noises. Okay. So they'll probably be hearing bizarre things in the distance. <laughs> Y'all hear some weird noises coming from outside <laughs> in the snow. Some beeps, some whirls, some whistles, some screams. Mel feels a little sad, but she tries to control her emotions. Okay. I also send out a lot of bass in case that Gilboy is somehow on the ground. Mayhaps you could uh, pick up on his sensors the reverberation of the vibration on the ground. Okay. Nothing after a few hours. Uh, after a few hours, Gilbot returns. Okay. She is heavily full of ice and snow. Comes back quite worse for wear. She walks into the location and uh, shakes all of her apparatuses and snow all over the ground. And then she disinjectingly walks over to her port so that she may gain some charging okay. without being greedy. Uh, the next day comes up. Uh, what's all ration is everybody going to be eating? Full. And still at a quarter. All right. Mel? Mel's still at half. Um... She's having a little bit of trouble with the half, but she's she's taking it in shifts and she's resting and meditating, so she's trying to keep her energy level low. Gareth? We'll reluctantly take the half ration after <laughs> after seeing no signs of anything else to eat. Alokia currently has nine days of rations left. Gan has ten. Uh, Gareth and the boys have seven and a half. Okay. Alright. Um, who is on the night shift? Mel's basically on... Um, uh, she's up for 15 minutes every 45 minutes. So she's sort of resting and meditating the rest of the time. So she's up for a quarter of every hour. Okay. Uh, one yeah, of the times... up for 30 minutes of every hour. Okay. That he's not meditating. Mel, during not one of the time during same time as Malokia. Okay. At the same time. All right. Uh, Mel, you do hear something come over the comm. It's quite staticky, but you hear like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Mm. Mel tries to amplify it and get a lock on the signal location. Let's are see. Are we picking up signals from Earth in the 1980s and this is <laughs> Michael Jackson's bad? <laughs> uh, you will need to do that and this will be 
A. Theaters? This will be. A. I'm trying to find a good skill for this. Um. Computer use. Yep. I'll try to see if there's anything else. And that just being a genius. Uh, how many purple? Uh, four purple. Middable. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you got it. Uh, you hear this hum, and you can kind of pinpoint it. That is coming off from the southwest. Okay. Uh, this time, instead of waking Gilbot and encouraging another crazy jaunt into the snow, she uh, readies her lightsaber at hand and grabs the, her ration of food that she's entitled and starts sort of snacking away at it while she walks in that direction. Okay. Making use of her heat vision, if, uh, if applicable. Okay. Uh, the weather seems to be okay. Uh, not bad. Still a, a good amount of snow. Because uh, the, the, it hasn't heated up any, hasn't done anything at all. Um, you're about four hours out. From where I located the signal? Correct. Okay. Um, she'll try to gain some energy back by eating a full ration for a day. And she will uh, continue to track along. Um, she's got a little bit of resistance to the cold because the Chiss homeworld is a like an ice planet, mm -hmm. like a really cold location. So this is this is less uncomfortable for her than normal, and she has um, uh, environmental stabilizers in her battle armor. So she's not spectacularly uncomfortable, but she's been really conserving her energy, avoiding exactly this thing. And uh, at this moment, she's going to try to make the best of the moment. All right. Uh Gareth and Gand, you notice that Mel is nowhere to be found. Nowhere on the ship, nowhere in the structure. Fuck, she, she took her food. You, you kind of glance around and you do notice that a portion of her food is missing. Gares is like, yep, yeah, fuck her. <laughs> Gil, you wake up, and you see, like, everybody's kind of looking around, and you eventually quickly notice that Mel is gone. Nowhere in the structure, nowhere in the building, nowhere in the ship. Um, the snow. Mel went into the snow. You do see some tracks leading out. She is aware that there is no organic matter that should be out in the snow, including herself. Therefore, she is not looking for food, which means... Ah! Gilboy! Ah! And she runs towards the tracks. You see her, like, run out of this, run out and start heading down this semi-path that she can tell. Um, give me a perception roll, Mr. Tim Banky. Yeah. And it is three purples. If you said one, I probably still would have failed. <laughs> um, perception. 
while, while they're doing this, Gand looks at Gareth and says, get the boys armored up. For what? There's nothing out there. Action. Mel isn't insane. If she went out, that is because there's something worth finding. Mel, you don't seem to right. see anything. Lock and load. You look around, Mel, and you're like, you swear it should be here. What are you going to do? Um, She'll... I mean, she, she trusts the coordinates that she checked more than her ability to observe something gently, so she'll take her time, look around with her uh, infrared vision, and uh, if necessary, she'll start gently digging in the snow. Okay. Go for it. Same difficulty. Same result. Same result. <laughs> Nothing comes up. You can't see anything. You swear. It's here. How long are you going to stay looking? Um, the environmental suit provides uh, like a comfortable temperature for four hours uh, before it needs to be sort of recharged. She's got a battery pack to recharge it. She'd like to be able to get back without too much discomfort. So she's going to spend no more than two hours sort of on this particular endeavor. Okay. So you're going to be out here for six hours. Yeah. All right. Next hour, let's go through it, see if you can get another one. It's not, it's not a good check for her. It's getting getting slightly less bad. But, okay. um... Give, it, give one last one. <laughs> progressively better. <laughs> yeah, but not good enough. You only need one more check. <laughs> <clears throat> um, your time is up. What are you going to do? Your, um, your projected time that you said, I should say. Yeah. She's pretty sure that the environmental suit is, you know, she's still going to have a bit of a tough time getting back based on the um, timeline. Mm -hmm. um, so she'll she'll try one last thing um she'll ignite her lightsaber and she'll use it to kind of just like melt some of the snow and ice around casting a, a sort of broad shadow with it um to see if that kind of illuminates anything else okay uh, and she'll make one last valiant attempt at it if that doesn't work she'll head back same difficulty Since the the whole rest of the group has left and is going after her right now. This time I got an advantage on my failure. Yeah. You uncover <laughs> it, and all of a sudden you, like, swipe your lightsaber, and something falls, but as it does, it ignites part of the saber as it goes through and lands on the ground. Part of the body of Gilboy has been sliced off. Okay, um, she'll recover what she can. Okay. Uh, you, you pick up what you got, the two pieces, and you start heading back. By the time you kind of turn to head back, you see Gilbot bounding up towards you. <coughs> Gilbot, you see Mel with two pieces of Gilboy. Oh, uh, 
I'm not sure if she can make it up uh, out quite yet, but she can definitely see Malikia holding something, so she continues to run towards her. Okay. Um, hello! Hello, can you see me in the wilderness? Uh, Mel probably can see her. Uh, <laughs> she says, I think we've managed to locate Killboy, but he's going to need some repairs. Let's get him uh, back to the uh, ship. She goes to grab him and then realizes that she grabbed one half. Um, <laughs> and, and goes, oh, oh my, oh my, and just sits down for a moment um, and tries to assess the, uh, the immediate damage. situation. Okay. Uh, you see that Gilboy has been sliced. Definitely sliced. Um, she says, um, there must be Sith afoot. We must return quickly. And she just runs back with the half of Gilboy <laughs> um, towards our destination. We must alert everyone. <laughs> okay. Uh, Y'all get back to the ship. Y'all notice them coming back as you're going up. Um, the group of, uh, Gant and the group of guys? Yes. Okay. What did you find? Uh, this. And holds up half of, uh, Gilboy. Uh, she says, we should return quickly to the ship, though. Uh, it appears that something external has damaged Gilboy greatly. And it may, in fact, damage us as well. And how did you guys find us? Probably need to set up a defense. <laughs> no. Eric, I'm going to put no. you in charge of that. You seem to be the one who understands such things. No, okay. Kind of like let's this play out for a moment. And then as soon as she has a moment to make eye contact with Gan, she sort of like shakes her head ever so slightly. Um... And then takes the other half of Gilbot and uh, makes an effort to reunite them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I give her the other half of Gilboy very carefully. Um, at this point, my batteries are quite drained. And although I very desperately want to stand over your shoulder and give you the advice the entire time you were working on Gilboy, I think it is best that I recharge and acquire a plan. So this is the first time you've done a full recharge in several days. I will do what I can. Uh, speaking of charging, uh, the GAND, are you aware of the situation with our life support? Am I draining the system? Because you will all freeze to death if I eat all of our power. be a question for Malokia. I just looks at her. We have a little bit of time, but it's uh, it's a matter of days, and the more you charge, the the shorter that time elapses. I think we'll run out of food before we run out of power in the cells here. 
Okay, if that's the case, then I will run at a lower percentage and not leave the strip and limit my mobility. Alright. Um, well, what are y'all going to do? Mel, if you're going to try to repair, that's definitely going to be quite a few purples. Okay. Uh, she is going to try to, to repair Gilboy. Uh, try to get him back together and connect his um, his brain again. Um, and then see if she can communicate with him about if he received any communications or managed to relay anything. Okay. Um, how many purples? Uh, this definitely a five. Yeah. Well, um, she learns a lot on the first attempt. <laughs> um, uh, she takes a few minutes and and you know figures out what she can about it and does some diagnostics, but isn't able to get them back together. Um, I'll uh, give everyone advantage on their next check. <laughs> I'll try again. Much better. Okay. Uh, you do oh, actually. It. It's blank anyway. Uh, yeah. So um, she puts him back together the best she can. Gets his language synapse functioning and his mind uh, connects it back up to whatever sort of data storage would have occurred while he was missing, and she. Let's him tell his story if there's one to be told. Okay. Uh, eventually you get him back together and he uh, does get his voice and everything. And you do get a small recording that is on him. So... You play the recording, um, and your friends have received your message, and they are roughly seven days out to get to you. Um, Malikia takes that with a grain of salt. Um, and how are our rations? I see they're seven days away. Right now. I have nine days of rations remaining. Uh, Gareth and the boys have seven and a half days of rations remaining. You have eight. Okay. Um, we should all conserve as much as possible. I don't know when this message was received. It could have been very recently. I don't know if they're likely to expect any other delays, but we should keep ourselves here concealed and continue to broadcast a little bit closer to the, the time we expect them to arrive. It's going to be close. Well, if you're interested, I would meditate with you. There's no real point in us watching and constantly broadcasting out into the void. 
<laughs> Very well. How much food do you have left? Gan was nine days, Mel was eight, Gareth and the boys were seven. Seven yeah. and a half. Seven and a half. Ah, even better. Mm. At right. half rations, Gareth has 15 days. Uh, Malokia has 16 days. And Gand at quarter rations currently has... Thirty-six. <laughs> yeah, thirty-six. All right. If only you could eat Gans rations. <laughs> um, pretty much the day goes, the days go by, boring as shit. And on the eighth day, a ship arrives. Mm. Uh, it is one of your rebel friends with a cargo ship. Um, and they're putting you back on this ship. Of course, carrying you pretty much, because you're pretty much weak and lost some mass on your body from just eating bare nothing for eight days straight. Um, they get you on the ship. They feed you, give you water, check you, check your vitals, kind of give you some extra nutrients involved and they start taking off. You see outside the window, you see the parts of the frisky business. Mm. Y'all jump into the atmosphere, jump out into space and take another one week trip. You get back to the rebel base and you spend roughly two weeks resting and getting back to normal. Yeah, the strain is pretty intense. That was, uh... There's more tax than you let on. Yeah. So, uh, during... Sensors, uh, a, a, after they've gotten back to the rebel base, Gan sends a message to his uh, compatriots that he is still alive. Okay. Uh, just in case it was them who were trying to cut him out of whatever they were doing. Just, just to let him know. Okay. Anything else that you plan on doing? I would like to point out that the entire time the rest of the crew were very emaciated and low energy, I was not. Um, <laughs> and I was sure to explain that to all of the rebels that we encountered that by the sixth day, they no longer wanted to communicate with me because they were too tired and thirsty. So... I decided to communicate with myself out loud so that they might participate participate in both sides of every conversation. <laughs> and had probably locked himself away at some point. 
just to uh, stop interacting with these people and just meditate. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to figure out his, his religion more because it evidently does have powers that are useful, even if he wasn't taught them. Okay. Yeah, Mel has a similar experience of relative isolation. All right. And is very happy with his relative isolation, though. Gareth right. and the boys probably not so much. They're going to go brag and tell the rest of the troops about how they survived an ice planet and being bombed by droids and probably make up a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, that's pretty much how it goes for two weeks. Um, y'all are pretty much back to fighting performance, if you quote around that. Um, what are you going to do when you get back? Nothing? Ask Gareth um, how he intends to pay his debts. Well, uh, at this rate, it's not with these guys getting stuck on ice planets. So, if you have any recommendations, I'm certainly open to them. Well, I could see how much money I have earned over the course of this time. Assuming that they haven't split my share among the other two. Uh, and see if I have enough to buy off a portion of your debt to where you just owe me. <laughs> because I am much more friendly about paying back, getting paid back, than, uh, oh, I am. Um, yeah, sure. You know what? I I can imagine that you would be. Yep, um, let's roll the dice with that one. That seems fine. Everything is fine here. I, I, I just own your soul. That, that's easy. Yeah, it's not too far off to what's already happening, so... Yep. Yay. <laughs> What's dealing with a different devil? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So how much of his debt are you going to pay off? Well, I don't know how much of my... What, what kind of money I have right now because I haven't heard back from them since my message telling them very cheerfully, I'm still alive. Okay. So I contact them to figure out what my share of the take is right now. Okay. Uh, You'll be able to pay off. How broke do you want to be? And Gant lives a fairly ascetic lifestyle. Okay. Gant, Gant could probably be fairly broke and not care. Okay. I've had five credits in session two. <laughs> <laughs> you could pay off almost half of his debt. Well, I will pay off half of his <coughs> Okay. 
Do you and let him know that? For, for making sure that we all survived on uh, the ice planet. Okay. All right. Um, after that, uh, a few days go by, and Sergeant Lottie uh, asks for y'all to come into uh, the situation room, is what we're going to call it. We do. Uh, Gilboy is back to normal. Gilboy is back to normal, and so is Gilbots. <laughs> um, they're back together. Um, they they uh, they kind of look at y'all kind of strange, and they're like, "So what happened?" There's a trap. A trap. A trap for what? Why? This one has no clue. But it would assume that whoever was going out after the radar, the Sith radar dish, like what you suggested we do, uh, was going to freeze to death. Because it wasn't actually a dish. It was a fake emplacement to draw someone there and then let them die horribly on an ice planet. Almost worked. Well, we need y'all to go somewhere else. We need you to go check out an old rebel establishment. Lottie looks at you, Mel. Why the look? I, we just got out of a situation where we barely survived. But uh, if your intelligence here is good, then we're happy to take on We haven't heard from them in a month. Oh, good. All right. We'll check it out. Okay. I guess you and your team will. Yes. And tell Gareth. Uh -oh. It looks over at you. Lottie looks over at you, Gareth. You're not taking anybody with you this time. We'll need a ship. We can supply a ship for you. This one will get transport. You're going to get your own ship? This one will arrange transport. Oh, okay. We need you to leave as soon as possible. We'll give you the coordinates when you're ready to leave. Alright. What are you going to do, uh, Gand? Gan's going to contact his logistics man. Okay. Cheezor, and see if they can uh, give them a ride. A ride? Sure. Where to? He, he hands them the... He, he passes along the coordinates. You don't have the coordinates yet. Oh. <laughs> I assumed we were ready to leave right away, so... Well, you don't have a ship yet, so... <laughs> That's the reason why they haven't given them to you yet. Gan says, This is where you're going to pick us up. Oh, okay. I'll have the coordinates when you arrive. Okay. Uh, he arrives uh, in his ship. Y'all get up and y'all are going to go? Yep. Everybody going? Gareth? 
yeah, I mean, not much of a choice in this matter. <laughs> Gareth is going. And Dan has decided this. <laughs> Who's the bitch Accurate. now? <laughs> Alright, uh, y'all get up. They give you the coordinates. It is roughly about a week travel. Um, and it's just to a... Nothing out of the ordinary, but pretty much a planet that didn't have much on it. Um, a standard type planet with a varying degrees of atmosphere and uh, weather and pattern. Nothing out. Nothing that says this is you know crazy. Um, and uh, you land where they say, and you don't see anything out of the ordinary. Nothing kind of stands out. What are you going to do? This is just an old, like, rebel facility, or... You don't even see a rebel facility. What kind of facility? You what don't see it? any facility. It's just the side of a mountain. Oh. This is making Gan feel very, very uncomfortable. Gan is starting to think that their their old friends are trying to kill them. Gan would much rather trust his old friends. <laughs> what are y'all gonna do? He um, knows they're probably trying to kill him. So we're just on like the side of a mountain. Pretty like much. Indigenous area. There's moss. It's probably mostly rocky. Yep. Uh, Gilbot is going to, um, after some reading, she has discovered that it is important to ask Gilboy his consensus for things. So she has decided to communicate with him. And see if he would like to um, fly in the air and perhaps uh, get a scout of the area, which he um, which he agrees to because I have not yet informed him that he is the right to have his own opinion on things as well. Um, so <laughs> she sends Gilboy up to kind of just get an idea of the topography of the region. Okay, you send but him not up. very far. Okay, <laughs> got like a little rope. <laughs> Once bit and twice shy. Um, he goes off and comes back and uh, loads up the area, uh, puts it up on a, on a data pad, and you notice that around one of the sides, uh, around this outcropping, he sees a opening, but there's some smoke coming from it. Opening is probably no bigger than maybe what you could get a... Uh, Maybe a, a, a land speeder through or something. Perhaps these are some type of mines below this mountain. Perhaps they dug too deep. <laughs> what are you going to do, guys? Well, Mel doesn't really have this intelligence, so she's just going to follow Gilbot's lead. rely on this intelligence too, but he's going to tell uh, Shizor to stay in the system okay. for the time in case things get things go pear shaped. Okay, you uh, 
He's to death on another planet. Y'all gonna make your way to this this area? Yeah. Fortunately, we won't freeze to death here. We might just wheeze to death if it's too smoky. We'll find <laughs> out. Okay. Um, Y'all get down to this opening. It says it's about, like I said, it's about as big enough uh, to get like a, a speeder through, uh, a transport speeder. Um, tall enough to get uh, that in, so walking height is not a problem. Uh, but there is a small trickle of smoke coming out from the cave. You do notice that there is some wear and tear on the ground, uh, vehicle paths, and such that has gone through here. Um, you get close enough and you get to the mouth of it and you can definitely tell this is a man-made structure. Someone has carved out this to be a little bit bigger and you start seeing man items. Man, items made by man. Barrels. Everything like that. Um, on top of that, uh, you can see that the smoke has kind of filled up the upper part of the room and that's the reason why it's leaking out. Do you venture forward? And pulls out his blaster. Anybody else? Mel's got lightsaber in hand. And she's going to enable the uh, the respirator in her uh, body armor. Okay. Ropes, just to make sure that uh, she's not breathing. Okay. Box. You do that. Me too. <laughs> uh, Gareth, what are you going to do? I mean, I guess I'll pull out my blaster. Not that I have much in terms of, you know, not choking to death. <laughs> I suppose I'll just do want to, like, pull, pull my shirt up over my nose. Okay. Because <laughs> that seems like the thing everyone is doing. Gand doesn't do anything because Gand is not, uh, Gand's already got a respiration system. One of us is going to yep. have mesothelioma after today. Um... <laughs> Gilbot goes as well, and she has Gilboy hovering above her with a rope to him. It's kind of like he's a little balloon. A gill balloon. A gill balloon. Okay. Uh, you start walking in, and you start seeing some telltale signs of a fight. Uh, blaster fire uh, on the walls, on the ground. Um, everybody give me some perception rolls. What the same difficulty as this? Uh, standard difficulty. Sorry. Gilbot don't know nothing. What's a fight? Gandot don't know nothing either. Gareth don't know nothing either. <laughs> oh, this is All kind right. of jumping out there, but I presume that we would um, heal our strain and wounds if we took Yes, any? you're fine. Uh... Yeah, everybody can go back to zero. You're fine on that because we got everything uh, from uh, resting. Mel, you're like, wait a minute. Mel's the only one that actually notices a thing. Yeah, you're like, wait a minute. You see scorch marks from a saber. Mel holds her hand up. She points to the scorch marks. And she pulls her saber out and puts both hands on it. Ready to ignite it if necessary. Gareth turns 180 degrees and starts walking towards the exit. <laughs> you see Gareth is like, nope, and just wa starts walking away from y'all. Um, Gilbot says to Malikia, I wonder if these gases have any explosive qu uh, qualities. 
I don't know how your saber of light would react to them. Maybe there's a way to test. I think based on the marks on the wall, the saber here will be non-explosive. She looks around. Oh! Yes, there are marks on the wall. Maybe there was a fight here. He dares you to keep walking out. Gand is going to stand there and kind of look like he's going to cover Gareth with blaster fire. You hear this click and the hum of the battery lighting up. But that he's going to cover Gareth's position. Sorry, wait, what? (laughs) Are it's not pointed at me, just in my general direction, or...? Yes, it's pointed mm. in your general direction, and Gand is, like, going to cover you in case something jumps out at you. Because if I was planning an ambush, I would be waiting outside. Ah. Uh. Hmm. So what are you going to do? I still think I'd rather be shot to death than cut by a lightsaber again, so I will continue to walk towards the exit. (laughs) You see him continue just walking out the exit. What are you three going to do? Does he get out the exit? Does he get out of the exit safely? Yes, he does. Then I am going to follow Garrett. Okay. You see. I, I, I have learned all I need to learn about this situation and am ready to go back and report. Mel? Gil? What are you going to do? I ready my blaster and wait for someone else to make a decision because it's not my protocol to usually do that. Mel says you should go. And she's going to hold her saber, cover everyone's exit, and slowly back out. All right, and that's where we're going to hold it right there then. Um, so we'll see what happens next uh, this episode. Uh, we're going to go and cut it uh, short. Sorry about all the technical difficulties. We're still trying to get some stuff going. Looks like the new Skype's not working very well with everything. So I'm going to probably go back to an older version to make it easier because we don't have any problems with the older version. Um, so we're going to end this right here, and we will see you possibly next week. <laughs>